Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Allegedly Astrology. Each week we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history, and it seems like increasingly we're just living through them. Thank you guys for listening. Um, If you like what we do and you want to support us even more, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Um, For $5 a month, you'll get two extra bonus episodes at the very least. And maybe more. What a steal. A steal to hear us in our voices. And you could also leave us five-star reviews and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Yes, smash that five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. DM us a screenshot of it. We'll make you a custom meme of your big three. We'll send you a write-up about it. Guaranteed lols. Right. And we also have cool Allegedly Astrology merch on Public, So go there, check it out. Get some. Love it. And follow us on social media. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, Hey Hero, and TikTok, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. And you can visit our website, AllegedlyAstrology.com, to learn more about us and the show, book a reading with me, Dana, and check out charts and transcripts for like some select episodes. Yes. So let's get into today's topic that we really wish we didn't have to cover. Dana, break it down. What are we discussing today? Today, we're talking about Roe v. Wade being overturned, which is an update from the Roe v. Wade episode. Yes, we did a Roe v. Wade episode back in October of 2021, and this was before a lot of shit went down. We're going to try not to burn everything down before this episode is over, but just know that we are basically the Elmo emoji with the fire Fire in the background. So, an Elmo meme with the fire burning is our resting state of this episode. (laughs) But a quick refresher Roe v. Wade was a landmark Supreme Court ruling in 1973 that made abortion legal on a federal level. And the case has been in the news a lot lately due to a number of states creating bills that severely limit the time frame that women can get an abortion. So, fast forward to today and the most anticipated ruling of the court's term, Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, has finally come. And the Supreme Court overturned Roe, even though several of the justices in their confirmation hearings said they wouldn't do that. Those fucking liars. (laughs) So now it's up to states to decide whether or not abortion is legal. So when we recorded our last episode about Roe v. Wade, it was October 2021, like Elise said, and Dana had said something that we want to revisit. She said it was possible that Roe would be in the news again. Dana, I hate it when you're psychic. I know. I know. But yeah, so uh, this is because Venus was retrograded in Capricorn uh, last winter and Mercury retrograded in Capricorn both last winter and this coming winter. So that's two in 2022. And that just highlights it. I, I think it's possible Roe v. Wade will be amended or maybe they'll write a new law or however that works when Saturn enters Taurus in 2028. At that point, Pluto will be in Aquarius. So Saturn and Pluto will be square. Saturn and Taurus wants to regulate grandiosity, but also has an appreciation for beauty and Pluto and Aquarius wants to be like the Uber Eats of abortions. If not, then Saturn will be in Gemini in 2030 and it will be the sad return for Roe v. Wade. And I have some more on this later where I think that that might be the more accurate prediction if I'm right on either of them. So the case, you know, we know about Roe v. Wade, but the case of the moment here that they were looking at, that the Supreme Court was looking at that caused all of this to be overturned 
was a case called Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. And this case was about a Mississippi law that banned abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The Republican-led state of Mississippi asked the Supreme Court to strike down a lower court ruling that stopped the 15-week abortion ban from taking place. So while the Supreme Court is debating this case, Politico released a leaked draft of the decision, which said that the court was going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And this draft was written by Justice Samuel Alito, and it ran nearly 100 pages. So it's a long boy. (laughs) It's a long boy. And this release happened on May 2nd of 2022. And journalists that covered the court were really, truly stunned by the story, since there really was no precedent for leaking an entire draft opinion to the media well in advance of a decision being announced. So this was a very big deal. Yeah, because leaks have happened. But the way the leaks typically have been done in the past is mostly after ruling. So a leak would be like, oh, you know, like this justice had switched their vote the last minute or something would be leaked right before the draft was about to be revealed. And actually, the decision for Roe v. Wade was leaked the first time around, too. Um, You know, some of the leaks were like, oh, there's like a lot of infighting among the justices. But a clerk for one of the justices actually leaked the decision to time and was like, don't release this until after it's announced. But then something happened and the announcement was delayed from the Supreme Court, but time still ran the draft. So like the ruling was made public before even the Supreme Court said anything, which is like very weird, like not like sinistry, but it's very similar in a way. Yeah. And the reason why this um, current leak in particular was a huge deal was because deliberations on controversial cases have generally been fluid in the past. Justices can and they sometimes do change their votes as draft opinions circulate and major decisions can be subject to multiple drafts, vote trading, sometimes until just like days before a decision is unveiled. So it's, you know, it's not that crazy to change their minds. So just like the court watchers were stunned, We also here at Allegedly Astrology were stunned because, again, in our last episode, Dana said that Roe v. Wade could potentially come up again around the Leo full moon of 2022, and the draft opinion that was leaked had been dated February 10th, 2022, which was a week before the full moon in Leo happened. So let's look at the leak chart. So Politico originally published the leak on May 2nd, 2022 at 8.32 p.m. Eastern time. And this chart has a Scorpio rising conjunct the South Node. And that's super appropriate since Scorpio is a sign of the detective and unearthing the truth. And the South Node harkens back to the past. And in the past, viewed through Scorpio's lens can, you know, be traumatic. Then in the seventh house, like which is commonly understood as the house of marriage and partnerships uh, and less commonly known as the house of enemies, known enemies, we have the sun, Uranus and the north node in Taurus. Taurus is all about security and the sun here like is shining. We're shining a light on security, which could relate to statutes, right? Like statutes are it, like provide security, right? And But like Uranus perverts or diverts this agenda, right? So this security is really like, I don't know, it's like laminated crayon. It's no longer what it was. And the North Node just makes this all like an extremist. So Taurus is like not known to compromise and they're not Shocking. right. 
This chart also has Saturn on the IC in Aquarius, and both Saturn and the IC relate to death and endings, and in Aquarius, it's related to the collective. So this is just sort of a, you know, downer. A little too on the nose for me. So after the Politico article, everyone honestly was like super pissed off, and the Supreme Court went ahead and confirmed that the draft opinion was real. So this was uh, the real deal here. And they also announced an investigation into the leak. But the reporters at Politico were like not saying shit. So I think they're still investigating because they don't know the sources. I'm so curious, but the leak resulted in a lot of protests. Understandably, people even went to Justice's homes. A person was even arrested for the attempted murder of Justice Brett Kavanaugh, which everyone is silent. It's like everyone's like rats. <laughs> As we said before, the opinion of this was written by Justice Alito. And Alito was elected by George Bush and has served on the highest court of America since January 31st, 2006, a day I will come to despise. Literally. Um, So yeah, Samuel Alito is very Catholic. And at one point he was considered to be one of the most conservative justices on the court. So what's this fun guy's big three? (laughs) Okay, so Alito was born on April 1st, 1950 at 12.56 a.m. in Trenton, New Jersey. What a joke, am I right? Well, the only thing I know about Trenton, New Jersey is that there's a famous sign there that says Trenton makes and the world takes, which is like, I mean, the worst culture I can imagine. Well, I was referring to the fact that he was born on April Fool's Day, not Trenton, New Jersey, but also a joke, you know? We love our listeners from New Jersey. Oh, for sure. But this I'm, really upsets me how how we have the same sun and rising. So uh, I'm going to shut up. I have the same big three as Donald Trump. Me and R. Kelly have something in common. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Um, so the sun is exalted in Aries. Okay. Well, I didn't even say his big three. His big three. Okay. He has an Aries sun, a Virgo moon, and a Capricorn rising. And the sun is exalted in Aries, which makes it very sure of itself, its goals, its desires. Self-directed is a good keyword for the sun in Aries. The moon in Virgo can be obsessive and obsessed with purity. This moon, uh, the moon is related to like your needs and Virgo wants to purify and serve. And here he is taking these principles to the logical extreme. Capricorn rising will stop at nothing to achieve their goals. This is another very self-directed placement. Capricorn is the most determined sign in the Zodiac and it's ruled by Saturn, the planet of discipline. And his natal Saturn is retrograde in Virgo conjunct his natal moon, which is, and so his that's his chart ruler conjunct his natal moon. And he also has natal Mars retrograde in Virgo. So both of his malefic planets are in a stellium with his moon. And so just frankly, I don't think he's capable of being impartial, which I'm certainly not, but I'm also not a judge. I'm a podcasteress. Right. Like, why the fuck is someone like this leading the highest court in America? So... That brings us to June 25th, 2022. So more than 50 years after Roe v. Wade had established the right to abortion, news broke that the Supreme Court had decided to end that constitutional right. Now it's up to the states to determine if abortion is legal. And it's expected that abortion bans will happen in about half of the states. So what the fuck was going on this day? Okay, this chart's insane. June 24th, 2022, 10 a.m. The sun is in Cancer, the moon's in Taurus, and Leo is on the ascendant. Oh my God, so much femme vibes already. Yeah, right. Well, sun in Cancer and moon in Taurus. I love this combo, right? Both are like related heavily to security. Both are interested in, they need comfort, right? Um, it's very much like a dinner party vibes. Not today though, or not that day. But this chart has <laughs> <Not today. laughs> Saturn and Aquarius exactly conjunct the descendant. And remember, the descendant is known 
known enemies, known opponents. And Saturn is the planet that shuts shit down. Aquarius is related to like the populace or the collective. It's also where America has its moon, which also is related to sort of like the populace as well as women and the body. And since this chart is a Leo rising, the sun is the chart ruler. And in Cancer, it's in the 12th house, which relates to banishment. Also, the sun is ruled by the moon, you know, so that's like, which is conjunct Uranus, the planet of shock and surprise. It's also conjunct the midheaven, which is where like the action's really happening in a chart and sort of like what will come of it. And then the north node is here as well. So this is just all loud. It's all extreme. And the moon is what manifests like the astrology of the sky into the material reality on earth. And so the sun was in Taurus when the story leaked. And it was also two days after a solar eclipse in Taurus and eclipses indicate, you know, extreme circumstances or situations. But anyway, like this moon being in Taurus is like manifesting that leak into material reality. Uh, Mm -hmm. Damn. The connection. So after that fateful day, um, Utah, surprise, surprise, was one of the first states to outlaw almost all abortions. Ohio's ban on most abortions at the first detectable fetal heartbeat, known as the heartbeat bill, came into effect. Then Alabama fell. Arkansas fell. In these states, facilities were advised that performing an abortion is now a violation of the law, punishable by up to 10 years in prison and a fine of $100,000. And this was immediate. So like some people celebrated this ruling. Um, A lot of people erupted in protest after hearing it. And that's because now people from a state that outlawed abortion If you're there and you live there and you need one now, you're now going to be forced to travel hundreds or even thousands of miles to get one. Um, Right now, it's legal to travel out of state to get an abortion. But obviously, this happening is going to affect a lot of marginalized communities the most. Yes. And while some states were outlawing abortion, others um, were ferociously protecting the right to it. California, Washington, and Oregon have all vowed to protect abortion rights and help women who travel to the West Coast from other states for abortions. Massachusetts, who has a Republican governor, Charlie Baker, signed an executive order to protect access to reproductive health care. And a lot of companies have also, like, since the ruling has come out, have pledged to pay for women to go. I want people to be helped, but that also gives me sort of like fascism vibes right like the corporations are the ones yeah. like being governed it just bugs me that like we're at that point right now like i'm glad that they're doing it but like then you have to involve your employer in like this very personal decision and it's fucked up to. it's all sorts of fucked up this is where we're at i know this is where we are and you know this whole decision is the reverse of roe so while we're here let's compare what's going on between this chart and the original roe chart okay so the roe v wade ruling um, happened on January 22nd, 1973 in D.C. at 10 a.m. Transiting Neptune is conjunct Roe v. Wade's ascendant. Neptune is a planet of obscurity and fog. People with the Neptune in the first house, like Elise, or who have like experienced Neptune transiting the first house, know that this transit or this uh, aspect in your natal chart makes you like the target of other people's projections. And so like you like you are yourself, of course, but like you become to them whoever they think you are and who they want you to be, right? Whatever satisfies their sort of ego needs what what dana's saying is that i have a lot of enemies but it's not my fault it's their fault (laughs) basically what i'm saying what this comes down to is that it's not really about what they say it's about right like they're projecting some like perverted fantasies onto this bill um in my expert opinion and then pluto transiting pluto is conjunct roe v wade's mercury right 
Pluto is the planet of perversion and power and Mercury relates to like what is communicated in a bill. In Capricorn, Mercury is sober, but like Pluto is drunk with power, often consumed with the idea of like retaining this power, right? Like the structures are falling and they're just sort of like grasping at it and like holding on and doing a really great job. It's also the Chiron return um, of Roe v. Wade. So which happens to be also the Chiron return from the Declaration of Independence and then the chart for the Declaration of Independence Chiron is in Aries in the fifth house, and the fifth house relates to the nation's youth as well as leisure. Oh, my God. As well as sex then, because if it's youth, it's, you know, children. Um, So if Chiron is a primordial wound, America's wound is sort of about children having fun. And I just feel like this makes sense because the country eats its young and is like addicted to working. Wow. That was a lot to digest. Um, But Roe has also been back in the news for quite some time. It wasn't just because of the leak. You know, people have been talking about it for a while. So what's happening with the ruling's transit? Okay, so Roe v. Wade is in his second house here, which activates Aries and Mars, as well as Chiron, because Chiron is in Aries in the second house. So this highlights Chiron, that Chiron return. Right. But it also underscores any transits in Aries. And right now we have Mars, Jupiter, and Chiron transiting Aries. Mars is war, Jupiter is belief. So like, we're on track so far, right? Like, they're just kind of like waging war with their beliefs. Um, The progressed ascendant is also in Gemini, where the... Uh, Roe v. Wade has its natal Saturn and IC. And these are two points that are related to endings. Um, also, if you remember, the leak happened with Saturn conjunct the IC. And in Gemini, they're going to be ruled by Mercury and the progressed Mercury is retrograde and debilitated in Pisces. Mercury retrograde is transiting the first house uh, and it's like hitting rewind on like the initial intentions or like the goals of that bill. So the natal chart for Roe v. Wade has uh 29 degrees rising. I think I say in in our original episode just how much I really hate that as a rising for any sort of legislation because it's just sort of like really pushing it through. It's like kind of it's not like a desperate degree, but in the case of like pushing something like this through, it is and especially something that was never like codified into law. It kind of tracks right. for that. Yeah. And I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg even said that she thought that Roe v. Wade was on shake was the legislation was on shaky ground. Notorious Pisces. Yeah. So like, obviously she's pro, she's pro choice, but it's not like she, she was always worried that this would happen. Yeah. And here we are. Cause she very much believed in like bodily autonomy. This is something like you're born with, like people shouldn't be allowed to take it from you. It's like the reason why people can't like harvest our organs. Like why we need to say we want to be an organ donor is because like, this is our body like even when you're a corpse people can't take your organs from you or like how i was reading something like a lot like guys aren't considered a father until the baby like leaves your body so it's i don't know it's that's why she believed in it she thought this is a right you're born with like this should be like something that's more than just privacy but i do think it's interesting like how you were saying pisces 29th degree like pushing it through I also think like when we're talking about like Mercury, what's going on with the Mercury and its progress chart, like even like Pluto, the Dobbs, Pluto and Cap being on the Mercury, like so much of what people wanted to control in the bill was like how it was talked about. Like, you know, the reasoning behind Roe v. Wade, no one ever liked and they wanted to change. So, you know, I feel like it's like Pluto and Capricorn, like on that Mercury to me is like, you're literally trying to control what it said and be like no i have power over this like i'm going to change it i mean i know it's like the lamest thing you could say but like what why do you care like the whole thing i mean we could go on and on for hours but it's like we have so many more problems in this country true like it's just 
making people forget like what the fuck is going on. But speaking of our country, what's going on with it right now, Dana? Okay. So there's so much. I just had to sum up some very important parts. God, I just don't even know how you could succinctly talk about how fucked up this country is. Debatably succinct. Okay. So America or the Declaration of Independence has a Cancer Sun, an Aquarius Moon, and a Sagittarius Rising. The chart for that, um, I should say, is July 4th, 1776 at 510 p.m. in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, Okay, so once again, Cancer Sun, Aquarius Moon, Sagittarius Rising. Jupiter is the chart ruler since Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And in the progress chart, it's retrograding over the sun. The natal sun is at 13 degrees and... um, Jupiter is at 15 degrees and it's retrograde right now. So it'll cross that sun within the next five, 10 years. So the sun in a chart uh, is the goal, right? It's also the ruler of a nation and the rising is like the disposition of the nation. So this sort of shows the the nation losing hope and maybe like like the government going back on its word for sure. Um, also, it's just like, it's just like going, we're just going backwards. I also looked at the transits and progressions for the chart of the constitution, which was signed into effect on September 17th, 1787 at 11.29 a.m. in Philadelphia. And first things first, this chart is in its Saturn return. So the Constitution is having its Saturn return. Um, God yeah. damn it. What? Right. So Saturn, when, like right now, Saturn's at 24 degrees and the Constitution's chart is at 23 degrees Aquarius. Oh my God. So we have, we're in our fucking Pluto return in our Constitution. Well, the Constitution will have its Pluto return next. So no, let me be. <laughs> let us have peace for fucking five seconds. No, you guys, we have to like move to Mallorca. Oh my God. So this chart, uh, the needle chart for the Constitution has Mars and Cancer conjunct the South Node co-present with Uranus at 29 degrees Cancer. Um, the progress chart has Venus conjunct the moon in cancer on top of this natal Mars South node conjunction. So Mars is aggression and war and the South node is the past. Right. And so it's also what's comfortable and Mars conjunct the South node in cancer can like be an indicator of why some people are really horny for the founding father's intentions. I feel like it's like just sort of like this drive, especially like, yeah. And then the progress Venus and moon in cancer, like directly relate to women. These are the two planets that traditionally are always like associated with women. Um, and this is in the eighth house, which relates to like sharing and resentment. So it sort of makes women's bodies public property. The moon is bodies and that's not even an overreach. Yikes. Some heavy stuff. So what you're saying is we're fucked. Well, I guess in an optimistic way, and you know, I'm not normally optimistic. I feel like having a Saturn return on our constitution could mean like amending shit. Amen. You know? That's true. It could be fixing it for the better. We yeah. all know through the Pluto return that... It brought up like the scourge of the earth and everything wrong with our system. So Gen Z, help us. <laughs> Gen Z, help us. But yeah, I mean, like these people like have no idea how we're living in modern society. And a lot of these rules need to be amended. So let's get some more amendments up in yeah. here anyway. Um, but Dana, before we wrap up, is there anything about the astrology coming up that you want to share specifically around Roe v. Wade or women's reproductive rights. Give us some hopeful tidbits. I don't have any, but the progress lunar return is happening on September 26, 2022. And so within the weeks of around this and the days around this, something could like really important come up. It might just be something that happens to the nation or it could be related to um, the laws, especially with Saturn there. Mm -hmm. But in the long term, on May 16th, 2031, Um, progressed Mars retrograde 
in Libra will conjoin America's natal Saturn in Libra. So Saturn in Libra is exalted. It's like a great space for Libra. It's it's part of why this country was sort of founded on like so many liberal and new ideas, right? It's sort of like uh, liberty for, for all. I mean, Libra, right? It's the root word. Mm. And then, but Mars is not good in Libra and Mars retrograde in Libra, I do think has a lot in the progress chart. I mean, has like so much to do with um, sort of this like reverse of progress and ways that maybe are sometimes more insidious and like less obvious than we can understand. Right. Um, especially because of how divided the country is. But anyway, May 16th, 2031. I think that this conjunction will at the very least be some sort of seminal turning point. And with Mars and Saturn, like Saturn and Libra, I do think sort of has a, uh, it's promising maybe for women since it's ruled by hmm. Venus, but then that Mars there can fuck it up or it can be the reverse. <laughs> it can be the beginning of writing it into law in some way. I'm saying the early thirties are going to be a time when I'm looking at this in the long term. Damn. So this is a long-term play. We don't think there's going to be a lot of immediate, immediate action here. No, I'd love to be wrong though. I sure hope you are, <laughs> but I think we got to hunker down and get your bayonets <laughs> ready, bitches. <laughs> Because we're fighting for the next 10 years. Elise has Neptune on her ascendant and a bayonet in her pocket. I have a bayonet in my pocket and I'm ready to fight. And so... And she's never heard of an AR-15. <laughs> no, because we want those banned. We're, that, we're working on that. We're working on that right now. We want those banned. <laughs> if you're as fired up as I am or as we are... We're going to drop some abortion funds to donate to resources for how you can help and take action in the show notes. But yeah, buckle in. It's going to be it's going to be a long road ahead. So with that, we'll be back in the next few weeks with season five. Hopefully we'll have some more optimistic topics and news to share with you. But in the meantime, remember to sign up for our Patreon for five dollars a month. It's worth it. You'll love it. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. But I want you to remember not to incite violence over this. Uh-huh. I'm also Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. 